Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and today is Sunday, and this is the first edition of an episode like this. We are doing a This Week in Sports Cards at Slab Stocks. Basically, every single week, we have five days of unique Instagram content that comes out Monday through Friday, covering the top trends in the industry, uh, which cards are moving up, which cards are possibly moving down, except not in a time like this. Basically, everything is up. Um, and then, yeah, just cover cover what the price trend was like, where it's moving from here, possibly, and then also ask uh, the audience what their thought is on the trend. So I thought it'd be a good idea to bring it to YouTube, uh, bring the week's worth of content over to YouTube and have you guys be able to see what's going on in the market and then also provide some updates. So what the prices have been like since the post, because we will look at the post when it was uh, put up on Instagram, which would be Monday, Tuesday through Friday. Um, and then also I will give my take on that on the post and the card in the post. Um, something a lot of people are asking for on Instagram is to shed a little bit more light on what our thoughts are on what the card is doing or where the trend is going or where you know it might go from here. So this is a good way, I think, to bring that to you without just writing it right in the caption on Instagram, like giving the users some chance to think for themselves about where they think that the card is going. And then at the end of the week, I can come on here and provide an update on you know what my thoughts are, and you can take that for what you want. You don't have to listen to it. Um, of course, there's so many different ways to, to do the hobby in the industry. There's not one right way. So it's up to you on really how you think uh, the cards will change from here and what investments you should be making or should not be making. Because uh, in the case, as I've explained in the live stream you might have watched yesterday that we posted, uh, if a card lands on the Instagram page, it might not be the best option to go and buy because it did just go up a lot in price, which is why we reported on it, and you might want to look elsewhere. So this is a way to look and see what did the po- or what did the card actually do after we posted to Instagram uh, to see you know maybe sometimes you should stay away sometimes maybe it is worth jumping in uh, like I talked about last probably in March mid March I posted on the 2017 Optic Mahomes PSA 10 it was went up to around four hundred dollars uh, we'll talk about that more in this video and then it, it went up even higher to what we posted on Wednesday. So if that was the case, you should have bought it because it doubled in price. But then again, a ton of demand came into the market that I'm sure people weren't expecting, myself included, uh, especially with everything that's going on in sports or the lack thereof right now. So it's very interesting to look at and very interesting to think about going forward uh, what you might want to do in the industry because a lot of what it is right now is making sure that you're finding new outlets to, to buy into because a lot of this stuff has went up a lot. Um, and you know, stuff that goes up a lot can come back down just as fast. So don't always buy into a trend um, that's going up like crazy. Make sure you do research, understand what's going on and what can happen. Understand the supply of the card, the population report, uh, what the historical trend is to see if this is a card that had demand in the past, or maybe it's a new set that has received demand, like our Friday post that I'll show you guys. Um, just lots of different ways to look at this and uh, break this down. So I'm just going to go through here and uh, pick out each post. Monday, Tuesday, all the way through Friday, and we'll go from there. So the first post that we put up on Instagram was on Monday of a Ken Griffey Jr. 1989 Upper Deck Star Rookie PSA 10. This card was around $500 for a long time. Uh, collectors enjoyed this card, of course, for the reasons that this was like the card of the Junk Wax era, uh, the Ken Griffey UD Star. And actually, the pop report is really small, and it for the PSA 10. Overall, it's huge. It's 73000 It's, I'm pretty sure, the most graded card that there is right now uh, via PSA is this Ken Griffey Jr. But the population for the PSA 10s is around 5%. There's 3,793 PSA 10s of this card, which is super small. 
if you think about it in comparison to the amount that were actually made, which is in the millions, um, very, very small. You know, millions might be an exaggeration or might not be. Uh, I didn't live through the junk wax era, but there's a lot. And what this card did was it went all the way up to 1,450. Actually, it topped over 1,600. Um, and then there's been 81 auctions to end in April. So it's, there's been a lot of stuff going on uh, with this card. Today's value has went down to around 1,350, so that's a 7.69% drop since the post. Um, like we, I was just talking about, when cards run up this fast, it's very hard for them to keep on going up. And of course, people saw that the value was going up, so they started to post to eBay to, to sell them, to sell them as buy it nows or auctions or whatever. Supply even goes up more than as the value goes up, uh, which is hard to uh, keep the value at what it, what it was. And then next thing I want to do here is I want to read you a couple of Instagram comments that were actually on the post. Um, I'm going to have to read them off here because I don't have them memorized. But these are just valuable comments, I think, that, that you guys should should uh, think about and think about what the, the our audience was saying because they're, they're very smart. Um, the first one is from 33Chubby33. He says, 3,800 PSA 10s is not a lot. Card is iconic. Has been around for 31 years and was undervalued for 30 of them. The direction, the demand side, the hobby is heading towards, well, where it's going. There's 9,500 Luca Prism PSA 10s in five years. Uh, that will not be a lot. What will happen when more bulk investors start looking for alternative uh, assets and look into cards since they have heard it's a hot alternative investment. And they also have a love for sports. Millionaire John Doe wants to now invest $50,000 in Luca Doncic Prisms. At $500 a pop, he now takes $100 off the market. How many people are buying 100 shares of Tesla at $500, $800 a share? Every day there's thousands. Say 50 million Johns come and decide to buy 100 shares of Luca PSA 10. Now suddenly 5,000 come off the market and 4,000 are just left. Get my flow. It's going to happen just a matter of time. So this comment got seven likes, which is pretty high for a, a user response on our post, which is really great. Um, he's looking at this as more of a, a macro view where more people are going to be coming into the investment hobby um, for sports cards and is going to take these PSA 10s off the market like overall 9,500 Lucas isn't that much if you have a ton of people trying to buy them so he's got good points there next comment is from superhero stepdad uh, he always contributes really great stuff on our Instagram page always has a really really well thought out comment to write and really enjoy his presence he said the fact that it's the most graded card ever by PSA and that only 5% get a 10 a percentage will probably shrink over the years given PSA's desire to not flood the market with tens of iconic cards. And the fact that literally everybody wants one, but not many are selling makes it still a long-term bargain. But there are similarly, similarly priced iconic PSA tens out there that have a 10 pop, a tiny fraction of this card. It's a strong buy. Both limited investing funds, better options can be found. So this is kind of two sides of the coin here. One is long-term this card should win out is what he's saying. Um, makes sense considering that there's not that many PSA 10s out there for the market size. But then the flip side is more of that short-term aspect I was talking about where this card's ran up a lot. There's better options out there in the moment. Uh, maybe wait six months, see if it can be a buy. But then again, in six months, it might have doubled again. Um, so maybe wait a week and see if it goes down to like a 1,000 or so. My thoughts on this post is it's a very iconic card, of course. Um there is a lot of supply in a sense for the card. It has reduced scarcity because of the PSA 10. 
I think that demand will increase going forward. I mean, just as the demand for the sports car market keeps on going forward and those guys that love Ken Griffey Jr. come back into the hobby, um, of course, you know, that's going to be a, a car that a lot of people want to buy. And the 5% 10 rate is 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 super small. Um, that is a really hard, ridiculously low percentage of PSA 10s to get. So not, not a lot of supply there. And just in general, going forward, probably going to be a moneymaker in the future. On to Tuesday. So for Tuesday, we have the 2001 Upper Deck Tiger Woods Golf Rookie Card PSA 10. There is a lot of these out there too. There's around 20,000, I think, in the great uh, population report for these cards. Around 8,500 are PSA 10, so that is pretty similar to the Luca Prism PSA 10. However, the difference is, is that the Luca uh, Prism PSA 10 gem rate is, I think, probably around 75%, 75 to 80%. For the Tiger Woods, it's under 50. So there's definitely a difference there in that this card is harder to hit a 10 in. Um, so there is some scarcity level there. There's definitely more uh, Tiger Woods produced out there as a total, not talking about graded or non-graded, just as a total. Definitely more Tiger Woods out there. I heard that these things were mass produced by Upper Deck once people found out that, or once they found out that people love them. So uh, yeah, and from it, it just catapulted in the last like week. Um, this card was around 50 to $75 for a long time. And then it just went straight up. I mean, literally just every single half a day, it would go up another 50 bucks and end up topping out, topping out, peaking around $275. Um, I heard that there were some groups out there that were buying this card up, which is probably what led this astronomical increase. Of course, look at the first half of April. There was no price movement at all. And then, from at one point it just boom up and then boom another up. And since it topped out at 275, there's been a 21.80% drop in price uh, down to $275. So clearly this is one of those cases where really quick run up um, and then the car just starts to go back down as less demand comes and there's too much supply out there. Um, at one point there were only like three left on eBay. So clearly people came through and just cleared them off. And as people start to either receive their shipments of the ones that they bought or ones that they already had and they realize it's going up in price, just many, many, many more got started to get listed. Supply went up. And then that's how we get down to $215. A great comment on this one is from Sim Sarna. He had a comment that said, I started picking up a few of these cheap as soon as I found out the Jordan Dock was going to be launched early. Figured everyone was going to start buying up the goats in every sport. I picked up a few of the Sports Illustrated for Kids cards as well because it's from 1996, so it feels more like a rookie, which is true. That is the, the first like card that people would want. So the PSA 10 from 1996 is a $1,000 card right now uh, compared to this. So so obviously at that point, that, that Sports Illustrated for Kids one is really like the rookie. Um, but then the rest of the comment reads, attaching my wife, and then he attached his wife, uh, tagged her, said, so she can see the hobby I love is yielding insane returns. I thought that was funny then there. And then a guy responds and says, Amy, it's true. He's not just an adult child. There's money to be made. And then he responded with, thank you. I thought that was quite funny. But got a lot of likes, got eight likes on the comment. Uh, for good reason, it's really, really good comment. And in general with this card, uh, what we've already seen, quick run up, went down. My thoughts are, it was a really bad time to buy it as this thing started across $150 to $200. Of course, it went up to a peak of $275, but who knows if you even would have been able to capitalize at that price. Um, it's going down. It's down to around $200 now. It seems like it's just like gradually declining. I'm sure there's more decline left in this card because of how 
the demand came and now it seems like it's going away a little bit and then combined with more supply hitting eBay. So if you are looking to get into this card long term as the market increases and goes up over time, I do think that this card is a winner. If you were to buy today, however, is it worth holding for that long? Uh, there's better options out there in different sports. And then also, I think that you could probably get it for lower than 200 than what they are right now. So in general, it'd be nice to wait on this card. On to Wednesday, we have what has been mentioned in Nate's video, his football video, and then today I mentioned it too already, uh, the 2017 Optic Patrick Mahomes rookie card base PSA 10. This card has just gone absolutely crazy since the start of last season. So at the start of September in 2019, this thing was literally a $100 card, which is actually funny because that is more than it was when Patrick Mahomes was named MVP. So literally the lowest point of this card in the last like two years was when he was named MVP and of the league in 2000 is early 2019. He got named it for the 2018 season. But this card quickly went from 100 to $300 uh, at the start of the season, start of the football season, 2019. And then he got injured, went back down to around 140, I think. Yeah, 145. Um, and then from there, when he won the Super Bowl, it jumped up to 265, which is a 191% increase. But fast forward to 427, which was the day, uh, the last sale that actually got logged on this post. So I posted this on the 29th, I want to say. Um, and then the last sale was on the 27th, which was $660. I uh, increased in value 149% since February 2nd, which was when they won the Super Bowl. So it went up 191% from the beginning of the season to winning the Super Bowl and being named an MVP, literally the pinnacle of Patrick Mahomes' career. And then from that point, there's no sports, no football. There's no different public perception of Patrick Mahomes. Everybody still loves him, thinks he's going to be you know, a great quarterback all time, which is also a reason for this increase in price. But you know, just in general, it's not like that people just realized it. And then it went up 149%, which is only 40 percentage points less than it did from the beginning of the season to the Super Bowl. And now it's up to 750 since the end, since I posted that. So it's up another 14% from the 660 to the 750. Um, so it's clear that this card has insane demand. I know that there's been a lot of comments on our post. Nate mentioned in the YouTube video, um, just like literally everywhere, people are talking about Lamar Jackson's population report compared to Patrick Mahomes's. It's way less. There's a lot less Lamar Jackson graded out there. It could have to do with that there's been less time to grade Lamar Jackson versus Mahomes. Uh, people are grading Mahomes since he since that start of the 2018 season. People only got to start to grade Lamar Jackson since the start of the 2019 season or they didn't get the chance to grade. I mean, they could have graded in 2018, but since the cards really went up in value. Um, and then also maybe just the fact that there's less people that are thinking about grading Lamar. Who really knows? But a lot of people are talking about Lamar being a steal right now compared to compared to Mahomes, especially because Mahomes' market is going crazy, which the Wharf Sports Cards commented on. In the post, he said Prism is approaching $3,000, which would be the PSA 10. The Hollows, which is an optic card, the optic hollow rookie is approaching two and a half thousand. This is going to become the best option at one thousand to one and a half thousand. And then select will be next and will reach $800 within two months, he predicts. Um, throwing out some price predictions there with the select uh, seems to be the one that is just right behind. Maybe it gets a little bit more increase in value. And then as for the optic and the prism, clearly they're going crazy. Um, if you have them and you you have a lot of profit lined up, it might not be bad to hedge some bets and to sell one if you have multiples. Um, if you can get your cost to zero and then sit on these things and let them ride as he starts to win more Super Bowls 
and win more MVPs would be a pretty sweet idea. And that just leads into my thoughts on this is that Patrick Mahomes long-term is of course going to be a winner. Um, He's the next one in line behind Tom Brady and I suppose Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been disappointing for us recently as Packer fans. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, I'm lumping Patrick Mahomes or starting to probably already have into that same category as Mike Trout, Tom Brady, Giannis, LeBron, those cards or those players that over time will just be going up. Um, you can buy them today. You can buy them in two months. Either way, you'll end up making a profit most likely. Or you could have bought them three years ago and made a ton of money or five, you know, however many years ago you did buy if you did that. Congrats to you. But just just a winner is, is what it comes down to. On Thursday, we had a 2012 select basketball card. It was the Damian Lillard Silver. We covered the Optic First Issue, which was 2016, and the Prism First Issue, which was 2012, quite extensively over the last two weeks. And the only one we had to post on that was left was 2012 Select, which I would say rounds out the big three for Panini Chrome products. Um, Of course, you have Prism as the number one, Optic as the number two in terms of demand at the moment, um, and then number three is Select. But I think that you can make an argument between Optic and Select, and I think it will be one going forward for collectors and investors. But as for this card, interesting thing about 2012 Select is that there was literally three variations of this card. There was the base, there was the silver, and then there's the gold out of 10. So there's like no parallels out there of these cards, rarely. I mean, of course, the silver and the gold. But compared to what Select is today, or what Optic is today, what Prism is today, there's just like nothing out there. So very, very rare card, very rare issue of the card uh, with the silver. And it jumped up from $40 at the start of 2020 all the way up to $180, uh, which was the last auction sale, which is what triggered us to post this. Um, went up 365% in four months, which is great. Absolutely awesome. And there's been none since uh, sold since this post. So it's obviously a rare card. I think there's about like seven available on eBay right now, either in graded or non-graded uh, form. And the cheapest one right now is a buy it now of $200. So that one hasn't sold yet. So, you know, the demand might not be that high for this card. But in terms of if an auction runs, the last one sold for $180. A great comment on this post was from Jake3PO. He said, I don't know, but Lillard's a beast. Get, gets less love because it's a small market team. Same with Donovan Mitchell. These guys ball, though. And I said, yeah, both are monsters on the court. So... Really, there wasn't much engagement on this post, which I think uh, speaks to Select being a lesser demanded brand at the moment compared to Optic and Prism. However, we got people here talking about Lillard and Mitchell, which is really what my talking point is about, is that for Lillard, the caliber of a player that he is, uh, hitting buzzer beers in the playoffs for his team, carrying his team uh, as a small market, last year they were the three seed, I want to say, and or no, they weren't the three seed. But they made it to the to the um, whatever it is the semis in the West I think, and uh, as as this card for Damian Lillard seems undervalued for the caliber of the player he is, and especially the select silver, uh, very rare issue. There's only like 30 in the P- in the PSA 10 population report, and 10 of which are PSA 10s. So clearly, it's not a high supply card. Uh, more demand that comes towards new sets, or I should say, like first editions of old sets. Um, that card should do well over time, in my opinion, as well as other 2012 select silvers, not only Lillard, but think Anthony Davis, 
think Kemba Walker, think Clay Thompson, think you know LeBron, Kobe, and uh, Dwayne Wade, guys like that. Last post we had for the market movement would be with the Zion Williamson Net Marvels Donruss rookie card. So this was an insert in the set. There were a couple different insert sets in uh, in Donruss this year, like Crunch Time and then Craftsman or Craftsmanship, I want to say. But this is the one that's been going up crazy uh, right now. So there's a lot of sales on these things. There's 75 to sell in April. Uh, it's not a rare card. I think that I heard that Net Marvels is one per box. So you definitely get one Net, Mar- Net Marvels per box. Not necessarily Zion Williamson. It's a 20-player checklist. So you can get Giannis. You can get LeBron. You can get John Morant. You can get Cam Reddish. Uh, but it's a 20-player set. And these things have just kind of exploded come halfway through April, uh, up 185% in the month, all the way up to 125 at the time of this post. And since then, it's down, uh, actually up a, another 16% to 145. And the range of sales is quite large in this card. You'll go to eBay and you'll see him sell for 130 and then 200 and then 175. Uh, it's kind of all over the place. Just kind of call that 145 from what I was seeing uh, on the eBay sale, completed sales today. And of course, that can that can vary like $25 plus or minus, which is kind of crazy. But we'll just call it up 16% since the post. And I think a lot of what's going for this card is kind of obvious. It's it's comic book type card, uh, a play on the, the Marvel series uh, from the comic books and the movies and such. And they are really nice looking cards. Um, and I think that there's a huge collector market that likes comic books or at least Marvel and then add that in with sports and LeBron and Giannis and Zion. And that's what happens here. Luka Doncic too. A great comment we had on this post was from Detroit Tackett. And it says, and in hand, these are nuts. So he's speaking to the fact that aesthetically these cards are great. Pictures don't do these cards justice. Insert of the year so far. I think the Mosaic Jam Masters will end up iconic cards in the future along with these. Potential is huge here. Not to mention these cards are quality. Most I've seen are well-centered. At Slab Stocks, nice work. Uh, thank you for that. That's nice of you to say. And he's got four likes on that comment, one being myself. And yeah, so my thoughts on this post is there's a lot out there. There's a lot there ending on eBay right now. There's a lot there posted on eBay. It's another one of those Tiger Woods things. I wouldn't buy it right now. Uh, it's too risky to buy in. Like you're betting on this thing going up to over $200 for sure. Because if you were to sell on eBay, you then pay 10% fees and then you're reducing your profit margin. Uh, too much risk to try to get to over to $200 on the card. Uh, consistently, of course, you know, you might get those outliers here and there itself for 200. But in general, um, it, it just seems too big of a risk right now. You can probably wait and maybe find it for cheaper later, considering the amount of supply that are out there. Unless, of course, demand keeps up for this card. And then, sorry about that, guys. There's some technical difficulties I just had. The camera just absolutely stopped recording right where I was. So, sorry for the tough break. But back to the segment here, just ending off the Zion Net Marvels card is that. Hype might continue. Card could still go up in price. However, it's a little bit too risky to buy in. So it's the last thing I have to say on that card. And to end off this week's discussion, I want to bring up the best question that we asked this week on Instagram. Every every day, Monday through Friday, we ask a question uh, to get followers engaged in thinking about different investment strategies or different players to invest in. And this question was, when it comes to selling, do you have a rule of thumb on when you take profit or when you hold? And the entire idea behind this question was that with all these uh, cards going up in price quite frequently right now and at high rates, do you sell it? Do you hold it? Um, of course, long-term value will probably be higher in most of these as the market grows. However, securing profit and hedging is not a bad idea if you have multiples of some investments. 
to talk about this question, I wanted to get two of our Instagram followers. I want to put their comments in here because I think that they're really good. And we'll start off with the Wharf Sports Cards. Uh, you saw him earlier in the podcast. Uh, he had the comment about the Patrick Mahomes stuff. And he says, this is a really important this is really important, and I don't think many people have a concrete strategy with this, but should. My very general rule of thumb incorporates percent ROI and time held. I typically sell if I can make 30% in a month, 50% in two months, 75% in three, and 100% in four. If you're compounding investment returns at those rates in those time frames, you're doing better than the person holding cards for years before selling. I really like that take. It provides a really easy uh, view of how you can take profit in sports cards, make money, continually reinvest in building up your collection and investment portfolio. But I do think that there's a flip side to this coin that we need to think about and that a lot of stuff can be situational, which is this next comment from sports underscore card underscore investments. He says, I think every single card player and situation is different. If you have a blanket rule of thumb for your overall collecting slash investing strategy, that means you're going to be missing out on a lot of gains that you should have had. An example, LeBron, Giannis, Luca, Trey, etc. And you're going to be holding a lot of cards much longer than you should be, just waiting for them to hopefully increase in value, which I see a lot of these days. An example, Ben Simmons, Diamond Mitchell, etc. So for this, I think that a healthy mix of both of these uh, strategies is a really great idea. I think it's very hard to lose if you implement both of these and take profit along the way and then also reinvest and then know some cards long-term are just the cards uh, that will do very well and that you should be holding. So I really don't have much more to say on this other than listen to both these two guys and take take tidbits of both of them. Or if you really do think that one is just awesome, then go with one of them. Uh, but I think both of these really provide a great look at how you should uh, think about selling and what your strategy should be um, in terms of selling, taking profit, making money, making sure that you're at least securing some gains before reinvesting. Um, really like this. And with that, that concludes this week of this uh, this week in sports cards at Slab Stocks. Uh, this was our first edition episode. Really didn't know what I wanted to do with it, but I think it went really well. I think that this gives you guys a look at what we did on Instagram this week and how our followers interacted and how you might you know want to react to different sports cards and how they're going up in price. Hearing some of my thoughts on the cards instead of just listening uh, to, to the facts that are provided with the percent increases, I gave a little bit more uh, future investment value advice, but... With that, this was uh, the first edition of uh, This Week in Sports Cards at Slab Stocks. I hope you guys enjoyed, and hopefully I'll see you guys next time.